sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. As humans, every one of us has an interior life, the life of our thoughts, our feelings, and our desires. But as Christians, we wonder, how do the two of those go together? That is, our interior life and the way that we actually live out externally, if you will. How do we, can we, and how do we bring together our thoughts, feelings, and our desires to make them match, if at all possible, with the way that we actually live in the course of our daily lives. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about this episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition, I-G-N-I-T-I-O-N, at sfcatholic, S-F as in Sioux Falls, not San Francisco, Catholic, C-A- T H O L I C dot O R G. That's the email address. Email us there with any questions. The people in the studio are losing their minds right now. Uh, I'm joined across the desk by the man who's normally behind the camera, Casey Bassett. I'm watching over there and everything is perfect. Everything's perfect. We'll get to her in just a minute. At least a shout out over there. Um, Actually, no, we're going to go there first. So, um, Elise Benner is uh, our. Today is the now. What do you guys prefer as titles? Out of curiosity, when you're behind the scenes doing all this stuff, is it producer? Is it engineer? <laughs> is it director? Uh, is I'm really it, like an engineer. I, right? Engineer. Really? It sounds. That's like a little too Producer. Producer. That's higher than engineer, though. So uh, that's. I'm just. Okay, well, uh, producer slash engineer Elise Benner behind the scenes. Across the table from me today, though, is Casey Bassett, as hello. I mentioned. Uh, Casey, would you mind introducing yourself? Because sure. maybe maybe people have heard you before, but I don't think they've seen you before. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, my name's Casey. I work in the communications office here. I do uh, a little bit of everything. Marketing uh, is kind of the main thing that I do, uh, but I do stuff with the Bishop's Bulletin. Kind of the day-to-day stuff. Renee still handles the main editorial and whatnot and decisions and whatnot. And then I also do stuff, like we said, behind the scenes, producing a TV mass and whatnot. So kind of a mixture of everything. Okay. So. Great. Um, none of that's why you're on Ignition today. It's not. No. <laughs> you are correct. So, so just give us real quickly a quick biographical sketch of sure. Casey Bassett. Um, yeah, I was born and raised in South Dakota. Um, I... Went out uh, after high school to seminary for a little while, discerned out of seminary. I came back and uh, got a degree, degree in philosophy. Uh, I did not pursue anything beyond that. And then after college, I did a, work, did a little bit of work in security, and then I moved on to the Highway Patrol for a little while. And then after the Highway Patrol, I moved into a dealership, local dealership, as a service advisor, and that's what I had done for the last six years, up until March of this year. And then that's when I joined the diocese. Uh, which was a great change. Um, L- literally great in two senses. Yes. Awesome and big. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, very grateful to be here. Uh, I don't deserve it, um, but I am so thankful every day to be here. 
amongst the great minds of the diocese. Wow, wow, well, that's great to it's great to have you on the team. Um, and you're no longer the the newbie on the team either, because yes. because that's Elise. Yes, yes. Uh, a little bit more. We'll talk about. We'll get Elise <laughs> in front of the camera sometime. Come on, okay. Anyway, maybe, maybe we'll see. Uh, so, Casey, this is actually um, what? Well, so, let me back up. Uh, philosophy degree, huh. law enforcement. Uh, automobile dealership yeah. uh, repair. Uh, most people would think those things don't go together, but, but this is not going to be the topic I, I already talked about at the in the open. What we're going to be talking about, but I I love the fact that you have this careers you have, having gotten a degree in philosophy. Yes. Uh, hopefully, your degree in philosophy actually did serve you well in a variety of ways, yes. even though you're not a philosophy professor. Right. Which is pretty much the only profession that most people with yes, uh, yeah. like in the one career. track, one right, track, right? There's one track. Yeah, yeah. So when uh, so I, every now and then we have a little theological or philosophical conversations. Not as much as I would like yet, but uh, you're, there's there's plenty, still plenty of time. Um, and I proposed, uh, I invited you to be on ignition um, because of some of the conversations, and I asked you couple of ideas and topics we might discuss. Uh, and you had a couple, and, and, and I thought the one that we're going to talk about today might be uh, an interesting one to discuss. So can you explain a little bit of, would you mind sharing a little bit about what the, his, the history or the background of this, this yes. conversation of the relationship between sort of our interior life, our thoughts, feelings, and desires, and that how, how that matches or can it match with our external? Yeah, uh, well, it kind of goes back to my background. Um, I, so I've had careers in law enforcement and then also in the in sort of a customer service experience. And uh, I've in that in the course of those careers, I've encountered a lot of people and some good, some bad. Obviously that that's every profession. Although in law enforcement, a lot of times it's it's the bad more than the good. So right. um, one thing I struggled with, especially in law enforcement, but even when I was a, a service advisor, uh, is a, a negative outlook uh, on people and it, interiorly I had a negative, I, I started to develop sort of a negative outlook uh. on people. Okay. And my, my exterior actions, uh, were always in line sort of with what Christian values would be. I yep. always treated people with respect, but interiorly I sometimes didn't want to. Yep. And so I, it bothered me throughout those times. And especially now when I, when I reflect back, although I don't want to, you know, I don't try not to dwell on that, but when I reflect back, uh, is how, as a Christian, was I really living the life that God desired me to live? People around me thought I was a nice person, but interiorly, sometimes I wasn't. And, um, and it's something I brought to confession quite a bit, and it's something that I found very, very difficult to work on, the mm -hmm. interior life. The exterior life, people can fake, I, I, not everybody, but a lot of people can fake that, you know, and, and give the impression that they're more humble or they're more charitable than they actually are inside. Yep. Uh, so I wanted to get your thoughts on it about how much, first of all, what the interior life should look like mm -hmm. and then how we develop that as Christians. Right. Um, so that's kind of the background as to why I wanted to look at it. And also uh, in the email I sent you about this, a lot of times what I heard from other Christians was this, this notion that um, I can look at the menu, but I can't order it. Yep. I heard this a lot. Yep. Uh, and it it bothered me um, because I think 
That's you, to be just uh, not explicit, but clear. That's usually uh, around the area of yeah. sexual appetites, yes. right? Okay. Yes, and that's what it had to do with yeah. most of yeah. the time. Yeah. But it, it, you know, applicable to to my situation where I had a lot of anger and whatnot towards people. Yep. I was like, well, I can, you know, I can't. I wasn't acting on it, yep. but I certainly was experiencing, it and I was allowing it to manifest. Yep. yep. So I found it, and and even now when I'm working through my spiritual life, uh, a lot of times in my prayers, I just ask our Lord to make me who you want me to be inside so that my exterior actions reflect who I really am inside and my interior actions are in line with what your will is for me. Yep. That's the history on why I wanted to talk about yep. this. And I think it's something too that sort of is lost a little bit or seems to be lost on, on a lot of, not a lot, but on certain Christians, the interior life, um, developing it and how that progresses and how you should you know, bring that to prayer. So that's, that was a little longer than I anticipated. No, that's Sorry. great. No that's, no, that's great. So let me offer some some thoughts, and feel free to interrupt any time if you want to, um, on your behalf or behalf sure. of the audience, sort of clarify or, or want me to elaborate. So uh, your intuition is absolutely correct that there should be a correspondence between and our interior life. Specific, <clears throat> specifically, though, I think what we're focusing on here, because uh, there's all sorts of dimensions even to our interior life, but what we're really talking about here is especially when I have those feelings and desires and, and thought, thoughts, feelings, and desires is when they, the, the, the things that, that, that pop up or pop into our minds or our hearts, if you will, um, that's what we're focusing on, our thoughts, feelings, and desires. And what do we do about that? Should they, can they, how do they correspond um, with how we actually manifest? So your intuition is absolutely, as I, I think I'm, I'm sure it won't be a surprise to you that Jesus says exactly what you're talking yes. about. I'm sure you're thinking of um, things in Matthew's gospel, the Sermon on the Mount, where he, he used the example, again, looking at the sexual appetite. Um, if a man lusts after a woman in his heart, he, he commits adultery with her. So the whole, but, but, so, but I loved, I mean, your point was there, there's other ways where you can sort of look at the menu without actually ordering angry thoughts. I can have angry thoughts. I can think angry thoughts. But as long as I don't actually act angrily towards somebody else, um, is is that not okay? No, because Jesus also says, he who says, you fool towards his brother, and that's not just ex- necessarily externally, like even thinking it, um, uh, is liable for judgment. So there definitely should be a correspondence between our internal life and how we act. Jesus says so, uh, but how do we get there, I think, is also part of it. But I, I, a little bit more before we get to the how-to. Um, it's possible to get there. So we, we experience, when we become self-aware, as you, you your example, and, and, and I have my own examples, as we grow in self-awareness, we stop and, and kind of look in the mirror, if you will, we see this um, lack of correspondence between yeah, okay, maybe I'm doing the things I should, but I'm not feeling the way I want to or the or the, the way I want to feel or the way maybe I should feel. Um, and there should be a... But what we're experiencing, what we're recognizing when we see that is the fact that there's a... Um, our nature is disordered. You know, th- this comes up in all sorts of hot button issues in the culture that um, like same-sex attraction is a disordered attraction. And it is. But every one of us in one way, shape, or form, is disordered. And we see that when we see how 
we maybe maybe we're somebody who's really short tempered, and we we know we shouldn't be that short tempered. I can be I can be ask my kids. I've talked about addiction before. I can be impatient. Mm-hmm. Like I know I shouldn't be impatient, but but I I can be. I can definitely be impatient. I recognize that that discord between how I want to think, feel, and desire, and in fact, how I actually do. So what that is, that what what um, what that 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 is reflecting the fact that I am disordered. But the good news it is is that it's possible to bring order to my disordered thoughts, feelings, and desires. So. Um, how do we do that is another thing, but, but the, the short answer is it's about living the virtuous life. Mm-hmm. Growing in virtue, uh, is how we quote unquote train ourselves to bring our passions, our thoughts, our feelings and desires, um, into the order that they should be by, by growing, by growing in the virtue of patience, I become more patient, not just externally, but even in my internal response. Does that Definitely. Yeah. And and the first thing that you talked about there, the recognition of my own disorderedness or my, that own disparity between my exterior. It seems to me that that's the first would be the first step. Yep. Being, being introspective enough as a, as a Christian, especially, uh, although I suppose you could go too far and you can get too self-absorbed, but having that awareness, Mm self-awareness that there is a disconnect, you know, I, I, I sort of, in my experience, sort of, Experience seem to experience people, and I don't know for sure. I don't know the interior life of every, of anybody really, but there seem to be people that are just kind of floating through. Yeah, and they didn't have that self reflection yep. to say, "Hey, you know what?" And even their exterior actions sometimes were were not great. Yeah, but they just didn't have enough self reflection. So I think from what I'm gathering is that maybe is the first step. Yep, stopping, introspecting, and then from there on out. Yeah. You know. So we'll talk about the virtuous life, uh, but, I, but I think we actually, we should actually begin with that introspection, but how do you do that? Right. So that's what we'll do next. But if you're just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, visiting today with Casey Bassett about bringing our interior life, specifically our thoughts, feelings, and desires into harmony with our Christian faith so that there, it's not just a matter of how I act externally um, in line with Christian teaching, but even how I think, feel, and desire internally that that would also be in harmony and in line with our Christian faith. So, uh, Casey, uh, I, I absolutely think, I completely agree. I think this does require as a first step introspection. My The metaphor that I often use is, so so many of us um, uh, at parts of our lives, uh, in some cases, much of our lives, live like sort of like a pinball, where you're just being bounced from one stimuli yes, to another, great. and we're never rooted. Right. Um, and And... Introspection, um, or the lack of introspection, is one manifestation of that just being bounced around. Right. So, how do we become introspective? You already said you can go too far, but we're talking at the other end, not doing it enough. Right. How can we become more introspective? But also, I think why don't because this isn't really rocket science. <laughs> the The idea, the, the how how do you begin to practice introspection if you've never done it before? I think it's just by by taking some time, maybe just starting with like five, 10 minutes. I mean, just actually, you don't have to send a minimum. Just stop and sort of look at your life uh, and how you're living and, and look inward. 
um, at how you respond to other people. Maybe, maybe if you're able to do this, asking the uh, people who you love or trust, you know, tell me about me. That can be very difficult. That can be. That can be very <laughs> difficult. Because you don't know what you're going to hear. Sometimes. You don't know what you're going to hear. And maybe if you've never done this before yet, to be honest, that's probably too intimidating. But I think by starting and just looking inward. So if, if I can ask, for you, when you became aware of this working in customer service, um, what was it that prompted you to become a bit more introspective? I I had a – it was really this this feeling of not being honest uh, about – just not being honest about how I was acting. Um, I was being nice to people and I was being cordial, but really I, I didn't feel like it. And how do I, you know, and I, I still had a prayer life and I thought that, you know, how do I go and I, how do I pray and, and feel good about praying to, to our Lord when I'm not honest with people and I'm not being truthful in, to myself and to people around me. So I really had, that's, that's the point. You know, I just didn't feel just prayer life in general just felt, that became like it was untruthful too because mm. I wasn't, yep. I just wasn't who I was or yep. who I should be. So that's the point where I decided, hey, I need to sit down, take a look at these interactions I'm having with people and adjust. And then that is easier said than done. Right, 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 right. Life. But that's sort of what prompted Okay, so with you, so you were already practicing um, the life of a Christian to some degree. You weren't coming yes. in completely cold. I, I'll say this too. When I was on the patrol... Um, and, and this maybe is what prompted it more. Uh, and I would get very angry, very angry with people. And I actually, my exterior life started to reflect that, and I started to act on it. And I think that's probably the genesis of where my introspection came. Is like, because well, then I started to offend people and and really lash out, and, I, and then people kind of gave me feedback and like, hey, you know, what's going on? And I think that's probably. What? Yeah. So the, the go, again, going back to that phrase that you used, you can look at the menu, but you can't order. No, in fact, you can't. I mean, not not for the, in the long term. If you are, if if that's the way that you're trying to live your life, you're going to order at some point. It's really well said. Um, really well said. So I, I think it does. Uh, it's going to come out. So it might be, frankly, just a, so again, the introspection, kind of looking at yourself, looking in the mirror. And that's not easy, not always easy to do because we're afraid of what we're going to see. Um, so I, this is where, uh, something I'm going to repeat again, uh, throughout the remainder of this episode is going to come in. When you look in the mirror, pray before you do pray, ask the Lord for the strength to be introspective Ask the Lord to see yourself clearly as he sees you. And I and the reason I emphasize that is because I think as as we're as we seek to become more and more self-aware, we're going to focus on the negatives. We're going to focus on the spiritual equivalent of the extra weight or the blemishes. You know, when you look at yourself physically in the mirror, that's, you know, we, we focus on the negatives, the things that we don't like about our physical appearance. Is that, I, yeah, that's really, is that sort of a, where do you think that comes from? Is that natural to us to look at the negatives when we introspect, or is that a product of something else? Like original sin? Uh, that's a good question. Well, yes, both. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think definitely to see, not see yourself clearly, um, in any way to over focus, overemphasize one aspect or another is that's a fruit of original okay, sin. Okay. The, the, the lack of clarity in self-awareness. But the, I also think there is other ways where we've learned the behavior sure. of focusing on the negatives. So ask the Lord to see yourself clearly. 
um, to not be overwhelmed by by the quote unquote extra weight or the blemishes that you that you see, to see yourself clearly, and and the fact of the matter is the Lord in His mercy typically does not allow us allow us to see all of the blemishes and all of the extra weight. Um, he shows us enough, but ask him, ask him, Lord, I, I, help me to look at myself more, more, more clearly than I have been. Help, help me to be more introspective. Um, and as you become aware, so maybe it's, maybe it's impatience. M- um, maybe it's uh, quick temp, short temperedness, um, whatever, whatever the way we become aware of those sort of, Thoughts, feelings, and desires that that are quick to arise and maybe are manifesting themselves externally. Um, become aware of those, and then so start to work then on the virtues that correspond to those vices. So, though, and vices, vices that that's what we call um, when we have these bad habits. Vices are the bad habits that we have. So we have the thoughts, feelings, and desires, and then we internally if not externally, act on them. So your example, you would sort of harbor those angry, ill-tempered thoughts towards other people, um, even 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 when you didn't necessarily act out on them. Mm. Yes. So to to start to work on the virtue of patience or whatever it might be. I'm, I'm just using that because that's mine. <laughs> um, so to, to start to work on the virtue that corresponds to that vice, but I want to emphasize something here. So I might have the feeling of impatience, uh, and I do over time that will, if I'm attentive to growing impatience, that will go away. But the key for the key initially, um, is, is don't focus on the feeling, focus on what you do with the feeling. So, all right, I'm more, I'm impatient or maybe I'm lustful or I'm greedy, whatever, whatever the vice is, I'm going to start working on it. The key is when the, the thought, feeling, or desire pops up internally, don't feed it. Don't feed it. Don't kick yourself because it's, so it's just a feeling. So the, the, the sin, if you will, is, is, is acting on the feeling. Okay. The feeling itself is not the sin. It's a manifestation of our disorderedness, but that's not a sin. Is that, that distinction clear? It, it is. Yeah, and I think that's something that people struggle with too. Is cause, and I've struggled with in the past too with different vices is as soon as I feel it, I automatically just get, oh, I, oh, I felt yep. it. Oh, you know, I'm, yep. now, now, I'm, now, I'm, you know I'm, now I'm in a state of sin. So yep. I think that's sort of a discrepancy that, a lot of people have, yep. or, or maybe not, maybe it's just me, but certainly I have, I have had. No, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the way that we feel, we don't want to feel that way, but just feeling that way by itself is not sinful. Sin is always when I act on something sure. and that can just be an internal action, harboring angry thoughts, feeding angry thoughts. Um, th- that can be an action, but the feeling itself is not an action. Okay. Okay, so, so the first thing is to not respond to the thought, feeling, or desire. Um, but it, 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 you have to do more than that. You have to, you actually have to, because you can't just not do something. You have to positively do something else instead. So uh, if I have an angry thought or if angry feeling, to just shut down that feeling, maybe I can do it. But that's but. It's, 
There's a vacuum. It's sort of built, and it builds up. I, exactly. I know when I suppress those, just, hey, yes. nope, 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 nope. Yes. Then over time, this builds up, builds up, and then they just burst forth. And, exactly. And that goes with any of them, like anger, lust, whatever. So All of them. So we have to replace that with, and you can't force your own feelings. Like, I'm really impatient. What to feel impatient? You can't make yourself feel impatient, but you can act in a patient way. And again, now this is going back to something I said. I'm gonna re- I was going to repeat myself. When you recognize, okay, I'm feeling this way. The first thing you should do, actually, Lord, help me. Yes. Save me, Lord, because I'm feeling impatient. I'm feeling lustful. I'm feeling angry. Whatever the feeling is, save me now. So this is why introspection and self-awareness is so important. If you can catch the feeling as quickly as possible, the first thing you should do is turn to the Lord. Lord, in this moment, save me. So this is where salvation... um, very clearly becomes not just an afterlife reality, but a present life and present moment reality. So Casey, I'm guessing that you've had this more than once, thanks be to God, in the last several years. It wasn't early on because what I'm saying now, I didn't I didn't know. It's not no it, I'm not saying nobody ever told me that probably happened. I just didn't receive it. I didn't catch it. Um but thanks be to God, I've, I've caught this idea of as soon as I can, turning to the Lord those feelings, those feelings, those thoughts and desires, and asking him to save me from them. And more often than not, he does. And how he does that varies. Sometimes he replaces, he, he distracts me. Yes. Yeah. He turns my, some, somehow I'm, I'm not aware of the feeling or whatever, and now I'm more aware of something. And sometimes that's, I've done that. Sometimes the Lord's doing it. Sometimes he just takes away that freedom or that, that feeling rather. Uh, and replaces it with something else. How he does that varies, but he will do that. So when you have these feelings arise, ask the Lord to become aware of them as soon as possible, and then turn to him as quickly as possible and ask him to take it away. And then the long game here is to work on, again, the opposing virtue, the virtue that's opposed to this vice. So we've got just under two minutes left, uh, Casey, and I don't want to, any, any questions, I can say a little bit more, but I want to make sure that I um, respond to any thoughts, questions, no. feelings, or desires you might have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been, it's been wonderful. I could talk about this with hours or, or listen to you for hours on this, on this particular, on, on any topic, but this one in particular. So I don't, um, off the top of my head, have any questions. If we had time, I would, I'd want to go into, I'd love to go into feelings how they manifest uh, our appetites and whatnot, but we, we don't have time. Okay. Okay. So, so just um, in, in the time that we do have left, just sort of reiterating some of those last points. Um, but beg for the gift of introspection. Look at yourself. And if you can, ask others to give you loving feedback about yourself. Um, and then ask for the grace to become aware of thoughts, feelings, and desires as soon as they happen. Because if they're positive ones, you want to foster those. Sure. Yep. But if they are negative, ask the Lord to free you from them. Ask, for, ask him to save you. And then work on the opposing virtue. So one quick example for that. So impatience. Years ago, I asked a friend, a priest of our diocese, how do you work on patience? Two things came to mind. One, seek out the person who it's sort of hard for you to have a conversation with because you get impatient with them and seek out that conversation. And two, this is hard for me, get in the slowest lane of traffic. 
Oh, 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 no. I, and that uh, will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Casey, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Doc. You bet. Folks, that will wrap up this episode. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any thoughts, questions. I was going to say feelings. <laughs> questions about this episode or ideas for future ones. God bless you.